Welcome to the Inside Scoop Live podcast, where indie authors get personal about their books, their writing, and their passions. I'm your host, Sherry Hoyt. Join me for some lively conversations with debut indie authors and seasoned veterans alike. It's a great place to find your next amazing read or even get inspired. So sit back and enjoy the show and let me know what you think. Hi, everyone. Stephanie Rowe is here today to talk about her memoir debut, Fiercely Me. It's a journey into the vibrant tapestry of her life, where each moment is an adventure waiting to unfold. And as you'll see, Stephanie thrives on the richness of experiences and lives life to its fullest. Before we get started, here is the inside scoop on the author. Stephanie Rowe, alongside her husband, Jason, embodies a deep passion for connection, artfully blending their love for global culinary adventures and profound human connections. Their recent six-month journey across Europe and South America enriched their understanding of diverse cultures and self-discovery. A fervent supporter of the arts, Stephanie's experiences at festivals like Spain's Mad Cool Festival and her advocacy for live music and local artists highlight her vibrant engagement with the world. Her long-standing dedication to poetry and public speaking showcases her ability to captivate and inspire. Her life is a testament to living with authenticity and purpose as she continues to create an extraordinary life and business centered around her love for humanity. Learn more about Stephanie Rowe and her work at mrsrowe.org. Well, hi, Stephanie. Welcome to Inside Scoop Live. Hello, how are you? Thank you so much, Sherry, for having me on. Yeah, I'm excited to learn more about you and your book. It's it's an amazing story. Uh, Why don't you start off by telling us about Fiercely Me? What is it all about? Yeah, so Fiercely Me is my self-published memoir, and it is essentially about my life. But I, I kind of write it in a very different way to a lot of memoirs, and I don't go on your automatic, like, young to now kind of um, numerical order. I kind of write it through stories and learnings and how my story kind of interacts with the learnings of my life. And so although the start, it come, uh, I talk about, you know, some of my most fondest memories as a child of like living on an island and traveling around Australia in a bus. We, um, my parents definitely had a nomadic lifestyle when I was a little girl, um, <laughs> which is, you know, it's something that a lot of people don't have. Yeah. Um, that story and my first memories were just quite amazing but then I go through you know a little bit more about kind of the hardships that I experienced and some of the blocked memories that came through at certain parts of my life and how they shaped me into many ways how I emotionally responded to things in life but then I kind of got to a point in my late 20s where I was like you know what I'm not doing so great um and I would like to be a better human being (laughs) so Mm. I kind of went on this road of self-reflection and um went to seek professional help and I kind of talk very very openly about that and then I develop and I you know learn a lot more and have a really deep relationship with myself and then through that I go through lots of different you know learnings and kind of a bit more of a philosophy you know because I'm a very deep thinker so I kind of bring the reader on that journey as well um and then I I it really powerfully and I love the ending I reread the ending and I was like wow I'm a powerhouse (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, oh I love that. I love that. <laughs> and uh, I messaged my best friend. I was like, oh my God, like this ending is actually really good. <laughs> um, and she was like, yes, Steph, it is. <laughs> I love that. I love that story. Now, what made you actually sit down and, and decide to write a book? I mean, that sounds like a big yeah. step. Oh, it was a huge step, to be honest. I've written all through my life. I had probably five times the amount that I have written just sitting in a file. And so that was, you know, a passion of mine, obviously, to write all the way through my life and to express the way that I see the world. But I decided uh, concretely about two years ago now that I really wanted to write my memoir. And the real driving force was because I knew that my story would resonate with others and I wanted people not to feel alone. But the other reason was I wanted to take back my narrative. And um, Mm -hmm. what I mean by that is that a lot of my life people have told stories or made up stories about me to suit their MO, Mm -hmm. Um, which were incorrect and you know I wanted to to kind of go you know what my story is from my experience it's in my word I'm taking back my narrative and no one else can change it because once it's in print it's in print right Mm -hmm. and so I just thought it will also outlive me so I wanted something to be left in my life that was something really deeply meaningful which would survive after me and would contribute to the world so there's some of the reasons why I decided to to write the book it was a huge endeavor um, and I don't think I would have ever understood at the start of this process how large it was but I'm so glad that I've done it like I am over the moon like the amount I, I feel immensely proud of myself for taking on such a huge um, endeavor and for completing it and then succeeding so yeah. it's it's something that's very rewarding absolutely that's a big deal yeah I mean <laughs> it I, really is. it's huge <laughs> And I love that you say that it's your story because so many people let others define them. And I love how you took it back and said, no, this is my story. That's amazing. And that that will inspire a lot of women. Yeah, Yeah. I I really like the reviews that have come in. That's exactly what's what's happened, even with men. Like I've had men reviewing it as well, and they've just connected to it exactly like that. And and it kind of made me realize like, when I first started writing, I was like, oh, this is, you know, my story. This is my experience. And then once people have been reading it and reviewing it, I'm like, no, 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 this is our story. Like, this is just not mine. It's taken on its own, which has just been really, really beautiful. And as an author, that's all you want is for people to connect and to go, you know what, you know, she's right. And I can see that I can connect with that. And, but there is still hope. And I, I think that is the most beautiful thing an author could ever ask for, honestly, when they, when they release a book. Yeah. Yeah. Now the way you describe it, it's part, um, it's memoir, but it's self-help as well. So it's kind of a dual purpose book. I love memoirs that read like a story almost, you know, I mean, because it is a story, but not the chronological order, like, like is typical, I guess, for memoirs. You shared some personal struggles and had to have been very vulnerable to write this book. What encouraged you to share these aspects of your life and how did you deal with kind of rehashing things and preparing yourself to be open enough to write what you did? 
Yeah, so I'm extremely transparent and extremely vulnerable in this book. When I first wrote this book and I finished it, it was like this, essentially this time last year, I was like, yep, nope, it's done. I smashed down the park, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. I'm amazing. And then I was like every first author in their first draft is like, oh, no, like, no, 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 doll. You've got a lot more work to go. <laughs> It was just like, oh, precious. <laughs> and that was like, and it was a really hard thing to swallow. I was like, oh man, I'm not the unicorn. I'm not the magical unicorn in the world that can just like smash out the first draft and it'd be amazing. <laughs> and so I had to like, yeah, honestly, I was just like, oh man, this this is because it was, you know, it was hard to write. It mm-hmm. was really, really hard to write. And so um, I had to kind of leave it for a month or two, and a few things had happened, and then. I essentially went back and I rewrote the entire book. But what had happened, yeah, and so, but what had happened from like the first draft to what now exists is um, I'd written the first one trying to please everybody, Mm. trying to think of how everyone in my life would take the book. I wanted to, you know, keep this kind of plateau of emotional stability and. But within that, it was one of the hardest things I could do because I had to stand there and I had to look at myself in the mirror and I had to be like, but this isn't your real story. This is the story that appeases everybody and you don't get any flack from. Mm. This isn't this isn't your story. This isn't what you want to say. This isn't your authentic self. And so through the book, through writing the book, I also like hone in on my voice and so as I'm rewriting it I'm becoming more powerful and more clarified and I'm becoming more transparent and so you'll see that as you read the book as well is that you'll see that kind of clarity and that that not fight but this just beautiful passion and like understanding of my true writing voice as you the reader read it um and it was a huge thing to overcome because like i'm having to essentially look at myself and be honest with myself in the most vulnerable way and and go no how do you feel about this what do you want to say and how do you want to kind of end it because it was like that was the other thing yes there are elements of self-help in there and it is weaved in through a story because for me storytelling is the most powerful form of transferring knowledge and so I, I was very very adamant that that was how I wanted to write the book but I wanted to also show people that there was you know, an element of success if you implement small things and you change the way that your mind works sometimes and, you know, to have faith in yourself and things like that. So it was this huge journey as a writer, but also as taking back my voice and just having to like essentially be a duck with water, just everybody's opinion, everybody's conclusion, everyone's, you know, because, you know, like my my family, when I started writing it, were not supportive of this book at all. Mm -hmm. They were just like, you know, I got messages and I was all crazy. So I just had to go, no, it doesn't matter. Deflect, 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 deflect. Mm -hmm. This is my story. I need to be true to myself. I need to be absolutely honest about the experience But I also need to go, yes, this could be really horrible, but this is how I use this 
um, in my life to get to where I am or this is how I experienced something really, really horrible, but this is, you know, how I got through it and these are some of the coping mechanisms and this is what I learn about myself. Yeah. And it is a very truthful and, and honest book. Um, but I think that is the beauty of being a human being. Um, we have these nuances within ourselves that we can be, you know, not everybody is as transparent and not everybody is as vulnerable as I have been in my memoir because it is scary and it is, you know, confronting. But when you kind of get over those things and you kind of process it and you accept that that's, you know, the person that you want to be and the, and the way that you want to connect with people, it brings you a lot richer life in my personal experience. Like, you're able to kind of essentially remove the noise and just go, you know what, I'm a human being and you're a human being and it's okay to go through these things and to, you know, feel shame or, you know, be upset and not deal with things in the best way. But then that doesn't mean that that's who you're going to be for the rest of your life. You know, you have the opportunity to kind of look at yourself and learn new skills and call yourself out and then go, you know what, I'm going to learn how to deal with this better and go and do that, you know, and that can be confronting sometimes. I think that's why it's such a big book because it goes through all of these different things and some things that I write about are quite complex, but I think that I connect with the reader really well. So Yeah, when you rewrote the story, when you let go and said, I'm going to write my story, was it a lot easier than writing the first one? It flowed so easily. It was almost like I allowed myself to write it. And it was just the easiest thing I could have written. It was it was amazing. It took me a solid three months to rewrite it. Mm-hmm. You know, and in the team of things, my cousin always says to me, Stephanie, God, you've done this in such a quick time. Some people take 10 years. And I was just like, yeah, I know, but I didn't want to take 10 years. I rewrote it in three months. Um, and, man, it was easy. And it was like it was fulfilling. Like there was times where I was just like fist pumping the air I was just like oh my god yes like yes 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 and that's when I knew like when I had allowed myself to truly write it I was just like that and it was just easy and I connected with it and and it wasn't difficult and I wasn't overthinking it it was just like me writing that's when I realized I was correct in what I'd done to rewrite the book and to take that narrative back and to just be extremely truthful and transparent because it was a joy to write after that. It was like, oh, my God. And and I started thinking, you know, like how can I bring that reader like into that moment in my life and like let them see through my eyes mm-hmm. so and I would do that and then I, my the feedback has been like oh man I can actually see those moments that where she is through her eyes and I was like ah you know it was it was so <laughs> beautiful to that. I was like yes like that was exactly what I wanted I wanted the reader to be there with me yeah and I was like so it just gave me that kind of that opportunity and that exploration to really go you know this is who I am and this is the writer I am and this is how I want to tell my story and I want to say it I want the reader to kind of go on a beautiful journey in places you know and I want them to feel it and so yeah it was so wonderful and I'm really happy that I I did that because I don't think it would be the book it is today if I hadn't Yeah, yeah. Well, your authenticity jumps off the pages, so to speak, and readers can feel that. You can't get any better than that, you know? No, I don't think so either. (laughs) Now, are there steps in there that the reader can follow? Or is this more something you do outside? I know you're a life coach. And I don't know if you wanted to talk about that at all. 
Yeah, no, I don't do any steps in this book. I really wanted to keep it story based. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, as a life coach, I definitely have the steps on the outside. And, you know, I have had quite large successes working with people um, within businesses and individually. Mm. And, you know, it's really about understanding the problems because everyone has problems. And, and, you know, that's what the book is about. You know, it's about going, hey, I had a lot of problems, but this is how I deal with them. And, you know, that's what I do um, coaching. I just go, you know, what are the problems? How can we add value in your professional but personal life? And I collaboratively work with them. And, I, you know, I have had people get jobs that they never thought that they would be able to get you know like I coach them through understanding the value that they have in this world and also within business you know like I go into businesses and I you know rip out spend left right and center um, because I just have that mind which I can go you know how can your business benefit this world and how can we make it even more successful and I go in and I negotiate contracts and I do all of these really wonderful things and I get really great results it's such a amazing place to be in my life to have come from a place I write this in fiercely me I was told when I was a teenager at high school that I would be one of three things uh checkout chick a junkie or a teenage mum and to sit here today and to be not one of those things but to be extremely successful in my profession, but to also give back and to help people is like the most rewarding thing I could have ever achieved. And I get to stand here and go, you know what? The next person behind me, I'm going to throw back and I'm going to pull them forward because we are nothing if we don't uplift everybody. And that's, that's how I am. I love humanity. Yes, there's horrible people. Yes, there's horrible things that happen in the world. But does that mean that I turn my back on him? No, it does not. And I have a philosophy and it's like we are only as good as um, our lowest person within society. So, you know, we can only be as good as, as that person. So it's, a, it's really about uplifting everybody and ensuring that everybody is okay, that everybody has enough and that everybody's taken care of. And how do we do that in such a world where, you know, that, that isn't the mentality. And, and I write this in the book as well. I'm like, I'm forging a new path. I'm going to create business, which, you know, isn't just beneficial to one, but beneficial to all where we can encompass everyone. We have opportunities for every everyone no matter where they're from no matter what you know schooling level they are you know what education system they've gone to because everybody deserves to have an opportunity and how do we as a collaborative you know uplift and bring people forward so you know like Mm -hmm. coaching I see that as a very instrumental part of that but I also see you know having that mindset in business and being a change maker is also very instrumental because like if we don't challenge the status quo then how are we ever going to change um and so you know like i i am really at the forefront of you know doing those progressive things and i you know i'm surrounded by incredible people as well that have a, a very similar mindset to me that are just like no no no, this is totally achievable and it's like yes it is like let's go you know so like there's a lot of things happening in the pipeworks at the moment where it's really about creating a, you know because i call it my empire but essentially i'm going to be creating a business structure which has multiple um revenues and yeah. it's going be 
assisting obviously professionals but also giving opportunities to traineeships to people that you know might need flexible working hours like single mothers uh, people that you know might not have an opportunity to ever get into the workforce and giving those people that opportunity and that leg up and going, you know what, I'm going to start you off and you can see what, you know, where you can go, the possibilities of this life is. Essentially, I want to end up having, you know, owning unit blocks to have affordable housing for people and setting up different programs to essentially assist people so that it can, you know, if if people need a place to live for, you know, six to 12 months to stabilize them to kind of, you know, go to the next stage in their life, great. If they want to stay there long term, also that's, you know, fine. But I essentially want to help as much and as humanly possible as I can with the wealth that I create through my empire and my businesses and my coaching because, you know, I deeply, deeply think that we have an opportunity in this life to choose how we actually um, operate business, how we are professionally driven and what we do with our wealth. And we can change the direction and we can influence the world in ways that we never thought we could. I've done it myself and the power is huge, but you get to choose what you do with that power at the end of the day. And so, you know, like this is essentially my entire, you know, my coaching method, my business, you know, my professional, my negotiation, the way that I live, I'm authentic through all of it. And I'm results driven. So I get huge Mm. results and people don't understand how I can. Um, And it's because, you know, like I come from a very, I come from a place of deep respect, but I also understand how to do, like how to negotiate contracts within business in a really authentic way. I I can understand how you do the things you do just by listening to you. You are amazing. So I love that all of this that you just talked about is stemmed from you choosing to rise above that negative message. Now, maybe it didn't happen at the time, but later in life it did. And you took a hold of that and rose above it. And you're, you're saying all these beautiful things. And I'm thinking, I hope she gave that person a copy of her book. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that person would have to buy it for sure. <laughs> good point. Good point. Yes. <laughs> Did you ever imagine in your wildest dreams that writing a book would lead to your purpose in life? Um, I knew that if I accomplished the book, if I did that process, if I nailed it and I did it well and it was like high quality, great, you know, and I, I, I did that, I knew that I could then do anything. It was kind of the floodgates, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like I had to get over the damn wall because we all have our insecurities. We all have our stories that kind of funnel through our mind. We all live in fear, but it's like understanding what fear does to us and it holds us back and and it keeps us in this place of, you know, um, status quo. And it kind of prevents us from really achieving what we truly desire. And so, and I talk about this as well in Fiercely Me. I lived in fear for a long time and I, just kind of got to a point where I was just like there's no point living in fear my life isn't fulfilled I'm not happy I'm not doing what I want to do um how do I change this and how do I let go of these stories which are not real like they are made up in my brain they are you know Mm. they're fabricated they aren't what reality and so I just started you know changing my brain and the way that I was thinking and you know and that was a big part of writing fiercely me was kind of acknowledging that and like just letting go of all fear and of, of being scared and just like 
literally letting it disintegrate and then just walking into my power. And through that and through the process of writing this book, I just realized I can do anything. I'm absolutely unstoppable. But I also, you know, on a side note, we were in Peru a couple of months ago and we were going to the Amazon and we had a really terrible car crash um, where the driver drove off the road and the car flipped three times. Oh, my God. yeah, it was horrific. It was really horrific. And so we're still kind of recovering from that. Well, we still are recovering from that. Um, yeah. And we nearly died. And I actually thought I was going to die. We, we, we were all going to die. And when I came to and the bus had stopped, I just thought to myself, well, you tried to kill me, didn't you? <laughs> you tried to give it a hot shot there, but you didn't succeed. And I just thought to myself, well, mate, there's nothing stopping me now. If you thought I was ambitious before, you don't know who I am now. I was just like, oh, everything's off the table. I'm just going for everything. Because it's like, you know, I was just like, no, nope, that's it. I'm unstoppable. I'm not living in fear. I'm not living in my being scared or of the what ifs, if the failure, I don't care. I'm just like, I've got this second chance of life. Literally, I'm going for it. And I'm just letting go of everything. And I'm going into my power. I'm going into who I am. And I'm succeeding deeply. And so, you know, it was a combination of like, I was, I was already there before the accident. But like after that accident, I was just like, oh, baby cakes. Oh, baby cakes. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm here now. I'm here and I'm ready. So it was just like, I was just like, oh, yeah, it's it's happening now. And I think that the thing for me is, is that, and I said this to my husband, I said, I don't even have fear anymore. Like, mm. it doesn't exist. It's just like, I, I'm just like, let's do it. And I do it. You know, like, it's the most beautiful place to live in of just being going, okay, what do I want? Where do I want to go? How do I want my life to be? What do I want to achieve? What kind of feeling do I want? Do I want a community? Yeah, I want a community. Let's build that community. Let's build this. Let's go, you know, like let's do this. And just not even worrying about any of the what ifs or any of the risks, you know, like because, you know, obviously I'm a bit of a risk taker. Um, Like now I'm just like nothing is off the table. Nothing is unachievable. Everything is achievable. So it's a really beautiful place to be in. And I'm kind of happy I'm here. I'm happy that I I wrote the book. I'm happy that I went through everything, even though it was really hard. Like writing that book wasn't an easy feat for me. Like it was, you know, emotionally it was really tough. And Mm -hmm. like my husband had to bear most of the brunt of it um, because he was there every day after he'd come back and I finish a chapter and or I'd rewrite um another chapter he was the one that you know would take the emotional brunt but you know I'm I'm happy that I went through it because it was therapeutic but it was also like affirming of who I am and what I can actually achieve when I put my mind to it when I actually you know put things into action so the whole thing is huge and I'm really happy about all of it even though it was hard, you know, even though I had to challenge myself and I had to push through um, and learn more things, you know, even more about myself. Well, that saying is true that, I mean, you you don't grow from, you know, the easy stuff. So. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love your story. Now, do you have a website where people can learn more about you? And do you offer individual coaching, did you say, 
what's yeah yeah okay yeah yeah so I I offer individual coaching I also offer coaching for businesses as well and and leadership teams and I also Mm. can go in and negotiate and and, you know influence how they can do change management and that's all on my website which is www.mrsrow.org and I also have the book up for sale as ebook and also Um, as paperback and I'm doing my launch on the 4th of February um, in Brisbane, Australia as well um, of the physical copy which is super exciting and I cannot wait Um, but I'm also on all socials as well so I'm on Facebook as Mrs. Rowe author, I'm on TikTok as Stephanie Rowe and I'm on Instagram as Mrs. Rowe author so I'm on all socials and if you go and have a look there's a lot of um, interesting things that I've done and I'll go to be doing uh, which is really exciting yeah but yeah so uh yeah website www.mrsrow.org okay great have you considered doing an audiobook because you make a great narrator too yeah so I've looked into audiobooks I actually like the thing about audiobooks is that they want you to choose someone and so I would really love it if I could, you know, narrate my own book. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely on the card. So next, no, this year, sorry, we're in 2024. Oh I my know. God. <laughs> <laughs> so this year I'm starting to do that process. Um, so my husband is a videographer, so he is, you know, he's very, very good um, within that space. And so I said to him, look, can we, you know, start recording? So it'll probably take about six to eight months. Yeah. But, you know, something that I'm really, 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 really wanting to do myself. So that's what, you know, the next venture will be. Okay. Okay, great. Do you think you'll write any more books in the future? Oh, yeah. So I'm actually, (laughs) oh, yeah. Like, so I'm actually going to be writing essentially the second part, which is about the last 12 months of my life, about what's happened. Because, like, we essentially, like, took time off and then went traveling and then this happened, like, the whole Amazon thing happened. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to write a book over the last 12 months, which will be fascinating. But I've also, I'm a poetry uh, lover and so I'm doing a collaborative poetry book called uh, World in Our Words Mm. and essentially breaking down the boundaries um, internationally and I've got 25 poets from all over the world there is no constraints on the way that they write, the styles that they write, um, the subjects that they write. And so it is going to be a really powerful poetry book because it's showing humanity at its finest and showing how you can bring people together through our words. And I've read some of the poems and, man, they are good. <laughs> They're really good. So I'm really excited about that. So I'm essentially collaborating it right now. And so that should be out in the next three months. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, I'm a goer. I'm a go, 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 (laughs) go. You are, you are. Well, you, so you have a lot of things in your pipeline and I I don't foresee you stopping anytime soon. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about today? No, I just wanted to say thank you so much for having me on, Sherry. It's been so lovely talking to you and thank you so much for this opportunity. Well, thank you. Wonderful. I've just, I've enjoyed talking with you so much and look forward to seeing what's next for you. Thank you so much, Sherry. Thank you so much for joining me today for my interview with Stephanie Rowe, author of Fiercely Me. You can learn more about Stephanie Rowe and her work at mrsrowe.org. And be sure and check out our other interviews on InsideScoopLive.com.